Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. Welcome to episode 41 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key, and I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So I'm a family physician and an obesity medicine physician, and I am a weight loss coach for physicians who are struggling with their own weight. I've come to this through years of trying to figure out my own weight, but also how to help my patients better, and then building skills and doing my obesity medicine training, and realizing that just knowing the medicine side actually didn't make significant changes. Uh, People knowing what they should do is very different from people being able to then put that into action in their life and actually follow a eating plan that they intend to or uh, get out for exercise. And so what that led me to do is to work on developing skills to help teach people and myself on how to actually apply and stick to the plan. And that's led me down a road of the coaching and um, working on certification as a life coach and finding skills that are really actually very powerful in making changes to how we view food and think about food. And it's these coaching skills that I use when I coach physicians uh, one-on-one. And through these coaching tools, we can create such amazing change where instead of it just being a diet where you follow something and eat a certain way as long as you're able to, to lose weight, it becomes a life-changing experience where you walk out the other side knowing exactly what you need to do to lose weight, but also how to make yourself do it. And you have a deeper understanding of why you eat in certain ways and what's driving it and how to address those underlying drivers, which is so much more powerful than just focusing on changing how you eat. If this sounds like it could help you, then head on over to my website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca, click on the work with me tab. And there you can scroll down and you can book an introductory session with me that's free, where it gives us a chance to just get on the phone and chat about how I could help you in your specific situations. I can't wait to talk to you. Okay, so today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the gifts of excess weight. And I want this episode to just give you an opportunity to think about your weight and your struggles with weight, uh, however long that's been for you, in a slightly different way. Uh, I think if you can shift how you think about your weight overall, it can be very uh, life-changing and can really change your experience of trying to lose weight. And I created this episode because so often, almost universally, we think about excess weight as being a very negative thing. Uh, Our society thinks that, like with the weight bias that is out there in our society. But we also think that internally. We think it's weakness, that we haven't figured stuff out, that it's something that we should have figured out and that we carry shame and failure from past attempts about. And what I want to propose to you in this episode is there's actually a lot of positives and perhaps your excess weight that you've dealt with has actually given you gifts and made you the amazing person you are today. And maybe if we think about it more from that viewpoint, it will put us in a better mindset to start releasing it and working on letting go of it. So this episode idea came to me just in kind of thinking about my own weight experience. 
And so if we go back, like I've talked about, I, I thought I started gaining weight in high school. I don't actually think I did. I think I was pretty fit and a very normal body size. But college years, I definitely did start to gain weight and then lost a little bit, but then started to really gain it again, third year medical school and then residency. And I've spent a lot of those years thinking, again, kind of like what I said in the intro, that something was wrong with me, that this was an area where I just had weakness that I couldn't figure out, uh, that I my brain was broken in some way. And particularly thought these sorts of thoughts when I didn't stick with what I was doing. So my main way of losing weight over my life was Weight Watchers. I came and went to Weight Watchers a lot. So they got a lot of my uh, income as a student and a resident, it feels like. Uh, And, you know, sometimes I was quite successful. Other times I wasn't. Other times I just wouldn't go or, you know, the whole scenario where if you think the week hasn't gone the way you'd like to, you ate off your plan, uh, then I would just not go and tell myself it would be better the next week. And here's a secret. It is never better the next week, or at least not for me. (laughs) I always tell that to the people I work with and my patients that, you know, if your brain's telling you to skip, you need to go. That's just an aside, because it's not going to get any better by avoiding actually going and and checking in. But so for years, I've carried a lot of guilt and shame and negative emotions about this. And I, even when I was already doing some obesity medicine and was still working on my weight, and you've all heard me talk, if you've listened to any other episodes, about my whole Wendy's French fries, which was like my hardest thing to figure out. Uh, and so I carried, you know, even more shame, layered it kind of on when I would think, okay, I'm standing up in front of people telling them how to manage their weight, and I can't even stop this habit. Um, And so it's like negative upon negative. And what's interesting is when we think through how does that negative thinking actually impact us? So if I'm beating myself up and feeling guilty about essentially that I'm a fraud for talking to patients about obesity medicine because I still have areas of my life that I'm working on. That made me feel quite negative, like um, self-doubt, guilt, shame. Those would be the sort of emotions probably. And guess what happens when I was feeling those negative emotions? Well, I would have a lot more cravings to eat. And so the process of beating myself up for things I felt I still wasn't good enough in, created more negative emotion, created more urge to eat, made me feel more likely to eat because I just like my brain was giving me all sorts of evidence about me not being good enough and not having figured it out. So then I would be more likely to actually follow through with those urges to eat and eat. And then that would just give my brain more evidence. So it was this big cycle. I would have some guilty thoughts, have some guilt, make myself feel out of control, make myself feel like I had to give in to urges, and then beat myself up for it, which would then give me guilty thoughts and blah, 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 blah. And it just keeps going and going. And what I want to propose is I think that's happening to a lot of people listening to this. And I also want to propose that if that's happening to you, it's not something that you're doing wrong. It's just a fact of growing up in our society Um, that's what we're told is how we should think about weight. 
But since we know that thinking that way about weight and beating ourselves up about weight doesn't actually help us in any way, if anything, it makes it worse. So if anything, it can drive the overeating and the emotional eating and the eating off plan, then maybe what we need to do is actually redefine how we think about weight. And so from my personal standpoint, when I've been thinking about this, you know, when I think about my weight and trying to figure my weight out, which I do feel that I've gotten to a place where I have confidence that I can manage my weight, not perfect, because I don't think anybody is. But even on the times where I slip a little bit, I have confidence that I know how to correct that now and get back to it. I, I don't ever feel like I'm out of control and it's all coming back. But it's taken me a lot of years. And like I said, it took me a lot of tries in a lot of different ways to get here. And when I look back and ask myself, is there anything else in my life that's required me to keep showing up and keep trying and get up when I'm down over and over again in the same way that working on my weight has? And I would say no. And that's looking even at medical school and medical training. When I kind of reflect back to those versus this, those were simple. <laughs> and and that may sound funny, right? Because it wasn't simple. Uh, but the compared to this, um, you know, going to medical school, doing residency training, and getting out in practice and stuff, it's all reasonably defined, right? Like it's, okay, you need to show up in this class at this time, start this rotation at this time, see these patients. Uh, this is how you do uh, case presentation to your preceptor. Uh, this is how you study for the exams. All of that, there's roadmaps. And I think what's different about weight is there really was no roadmap. Um, yes, there were diets. Absolutely. Diets have always been there. So there's always been information about, well, just eat this. What there hasn't been very good information about, and I would argue even in my obesity training, obesity medicine training, there wasn't that great of information about is, okay, but if you know you have to eat this, how do you actually get yourself to do it consistently? Even when the week is really stressful, even when you haven't slept, even when you didn't plan your food, how do you actually connect those two? And so the process of actually finding that and learning that was took a lot more um, focus and willingness to try new things for myself than any other thing I can think of that I've had to do in my life. And that's really big when you think about it. And that's a big positive that my weight struggles have given me is that it's taught me the skills to keep coming back to something even when it's not working easily or going the way I wanted to the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, or I don't know how many times. Uh, it taught me the skill to just keep coming back, keep coming back, keep trying, rethink it, try something new. And I think that's a powerful skill that I apply in multiple other areas of my life. Okay, so I came up with my top four ways that excess weight may actually be benefiting you. And I, I'm not talking so much from a physical standpoint, like metabolic and all that sort of stuff. This is I'm talking more as a like personality, emotional, mental. So gifts that your extra weight may be giving you that you just might not actually be recognizing. Uh, 
And maybe, here's something to think about, maybe you were always meant to have this excess weight, not as a thing that you're failing in or a sign of weakness, but maybe you were always meant to have this excess weight as a learning tool so that you would learn these skills and build these skills over your life. I find that a really interesting way to look at it that again kind of alleviates some of the negative thinking about the weight itself. So number one way that your excess weight may be benefiting you is that it builds resilience. So having an area of your life that you don't feel you've totally sorted out, but that you have to just keep going on and continue on with your life and working through, uh, it builds some resilience. It teaches you to keep going even when things are feeling tough. I think too, it makes it so that when you've dealt with that and you've worked on dealing with it and you start to realize some or get some confidence in your ability to deal with it, then other things might not look so bad. So again, it makes you more resilient to even things outside of you uh, when you when you truly look at the impact that it's having. The second way that excess weight might be benefiting you is it teaches you through failure. So how many of us have decided to lose weight and been successful the very first time around? There are people, uh, but it's probably, it's not the majority for sure. So most of us that have dealt with excess weight have had to try over and over and over again. And just that skill of being willing to fail and coming back to it and trying again is a really big life skill. And that skill can get you to all sorts of places when you apply it. Now, I know some of you listening will be thinking, but I haven't, like I've, I've failed and I've, I'm stuck in failure. But, and I would say, yes, like probably you have felt failure and you may still think a lot about failure regarding weight. Uh, and I know I did. But the reality is you probably, even though you have carried thoughts of failure with you about your weight and previous attempts, you have still kept trying. And I think that the failure piece is like a whole other topic we can talk about, but uh, you can look at it in not a negative way. You can look as failure as a teacher and it's showing you what didn't work for you. So you can then try something that might work. Um, and so the fact that you keep trying and you don't stop after the first time you failed or haven't stopped, uh, I think is a really powerful, positive thing. The number third way excess weight may benefit you is it provides you with empathy for others with similar struggles. And I think our society is so weight biased, and that extends even into the medical community, that I think it, the more people that actually have empathy for people struggling with weight, um, the better. So again, if we've talked about this like in the earlier podcast, but just having excess weight doesn't mean you actually have to change it, or doesn't mean that you necessarily should be changing it at this at that point. I think if you want to be changing your weight, and you want to make changes, you should absolutely have access to good help to help you do that. Uh, I think our hopefully medical community will help build that over the years where there is better access for patients and people who want help with their weight. But in the meantime, the more people in our society that are empathetic to people struggling with weight, 
the better life will be for us overall. Because the more we lean on the weight bias and believe the weight bias that's out there that, uh, you know, we're kind of told or people with weight are portrayed as being lazy and that they're just not trying. And that's the exact opposite of the truth. And if you're listening to this and have had excess weight, you know that you try. And the people who have had weight struggles have been trying for a long time. Like I said in the earlier points is that the people with weight struggles, the media and our society portrays them as being lazy and just not caring enough to make a difference. And yet those people are the, constantly working on it, trying, getting up again, and keep going even when it feels like they're failing. And so that bias is going to take some time to shift. But the more of us out there that are empathetic, and the easiest way to be empathetic is when you have walked that path yourself in some manner. So you recognize that it's not as straightforward as just eating less and exercising more, uh, the better for our society. And the fourth way that I think excess weight uh, might benefit you is I think the dedication that you build from dealing with your weight and uh, trying another diet, trying it a different way and keeping working on it can be transferred to other areas of your life. So if you build the skill of um, the compassionate curiosity or the I'm just going to figure it out type approach that I talk about and you just keep working on figuring it out, think of how many other things you could apply that to. So weight and eating, like there's such deeply ingrained brain pathways that there are some of the tougher things to figure out, I think. Uh, but if you know that you can just figure stuff out, that applies to work, it applies to life. It applies to you doing new things that you've never done before. So just that self-confidence of I can figure this out. I'm just going to keep figuring it out is applicable and can take you so many different places if you let it. All right. So to summarize my top four ways that I came up with, and hey, you might come up with your own ways. And if you do, I'd love to hear about them. Send me an email. Uh, info at weight solutions for physicians.ca. But the top four ways I came up with that excess weight might actually be giving you gifts is number one, it's building resilience. Number two, it's teaching you through failure and that you can keep going after a perceived fail. Number three, it's providing you with empathy for others who are going through a similar struggle. And number four, the dedication that you build in your ability to keep going and keep trying and keep figuring it out is applicable in any other aspect of your life and can take you places you may not even imagine at this point. So like I said, I'd love to hear what you think about this. I think this is a really personal topic. Uh, and so send me an email. What I would suggest on how you could use this is next time you're having the negative thoughts run about your weight and thinking through all the problems with it, I would suggest that you sit down and you force your brain to think about your weight in a positive way. And the best way would be to ask yourself, what gifts has my excess weight given me? In what ways has my excess weight and my weight struggles given me benefit in my life? And if you ask your brain a question, 
it will come up with answers and it refocuses your brain. So if if you're in that cycle that I talked about at the beginning where you're just beating yourself about weight and it, you're overeating from it and it gives you more evidence and you keep going, your brain is really focused on the negative side of the weight. If you pose a question like that, like what are the gifts that my excess weight is giving me to your brain and maybe you have to repeat it a few times through the day, it's focusing your brain to a more positive side of the excess weight. It's pulling your brain away from that cycle it's been caught in and focusing it in a different direction. And I suspect some of you are worried that if you think positively about your weight, if you think that it's giving you gifts, that maybe that's going to take away all your willpower and your reserve to actually focus on losing weight. And I would argue I think it'll do the opposite. I think that's a common thought pattern that we have. And that's why we beat ourselves up so much. And I've talked about this in other episodes. But if you actually think that your weight has given you gifts that make you better able to address issues in your life along with your weight, that gives you a totally different emotion set. Like for me, if I think that it gives me a feeling, an emotion of empowerment. And when I'm feeling empowered, I'm far more likely to uh, eat according to my plan. And I'm far more likely to just deal with my uh, urges to overeat without eating. Um, And so I think if you're thinking being nice to yourself about your weight, it might be detrimental to your weight loss. What I'd suggest is again, sitting down with pen and paper and actually writing some stuff out. Because I think you may find that that's not actually the case. And if you find there's a thought that you're trying to change to, and it's making you feel permissive. So when you think that thought, you feel permissive about food, just means you might need a different thought. You just might need to modify how you're wording it to your brain so that it it doesn't feel permissive, but you feel in control, empowered, or whatever other positive emotion you think will be helpful for you. If you're enjoying this podcast, thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would share with some friends that you think might benefit from it. I would also super appreciate it if you would take the time to put a review on iTunes. I appreciate everybody who has taken the time to put a review. It really helps the podcast get found. And remember to hit the subscribe button so that you get all the new episodes as soon as they come out. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And now for a quick disclaimer, this podcast contains general education information on weight loss for physicians. I'm not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing.